Hello, welcome to episode 90 of Going Upstairs, the podcast from Opening Up Cricket. We have here the first of our coaches conversation sessions. This was done yesterday evening at 26th of March 2023 and the topic was burnout. I was joined by Chris Laker who works in the Lancashire Pathway and at Club Level 2 to discuss a matter that can impact anyone. From Chris's perspective it's the burnout that was experienced in his life from really the variety of demands in his life and how coaching did spill over to affect really every strand that he has in his life. So it's not just people that do it for a living, though, I would suggest. People who pick up a bit of coaching in an evening to support their local club to do for a hobby can still experience burnout because it is demanding, particularly if you put a lot of your effort and time into it on top of things that are going on elsewhere. So it was really good for me personally to have this chat with Chris. We've talked about it off air, if you like, a few times. So to get a chance to discuss it and share it with people is something that we're really keen on doing. Now, the coaches conversation sessions will run throughout the next few Sundays. And I'd really encourage people, rather than just catching up and listening on a podcast, to join in the conversation itself. There's a Zoom link which is provided for people to come and listen to what the guest has to say, but also throw in their own views and opinions as well. It's intended to be a conversation with more than just two voices. But to kick off, I hope this is useful to people anyway. Right, we're up here with the first of the coaches' conversations of this end of pre-season going into the season, certainly here in the UK. And this topic is one which I've had many conversations about the idea of burnout but what we can sometimes do as coaches or facilitators of the game for other people is focus so much on the players that we're dealing with and maybe leave ourselves to second or even last so I'm really glad to have Chris Laker with me who I've spoken to about this before so first of all Chris just give us a little idea about your role as a coach, where you are and what kind of things you're up to with it. Yeah, good evening, Mark. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, um, my name's Chris Laker, um, county age group and pathway coach at Lancashire County Cricket Club on the on, on the boys' pathway. Um, sort of take a lead with the under-13s and then support all the way through the age groups um, and then a bit with the Emerging Players Programme and the, and the academy. Um I'm director of cricket at Northern, which is a little bit more of an admin role and working with some of the some of the main leaders at Northern. I also play at Northern. Um, and then I do a little bit of junior consultancy at Didsbury, which is a bit nearer to uh, you know, well, a lot nearer to where to where I uh, to where I live. Um so they're sort of my my main roles really. Um yeah, I, yeah. Um I think just on a, a couple of things you said there in your, your introduction, I think the idea of a, a coach's conversation, which Mark's initiated, I think is a really good one. I think us coaches have got to have got to stick together. Um, you know, we all have our different styles and our ideas and, and backgrounds, and that's amazing. That's what makes coaching amazing, um, in my in my view. Um, 
but we're all here because we enjoy coaching and we want to help people of all ages and abilities and enjoy the game and, and look to get better. And we can't do those things if we're not looking after ourselves. Um, so I think the idea of this is, is is a really good one and hopefully I can be of of some use. Yeah, I think, you, you, you. of course, I'm going to agree with you here, but I think that is the idea of coaches looking out for each other is so important because it can be overlooked and neglected. Now, when we've talked about burnout and related matters in the past, what's your experience of that been? How would you describe it in terms of your interaction with something which people can often run into, but perhaps we don't associate it with with cricket coaches? We might just think, oh, it's you know ideal job to have if you do it for a living or if you do it for a hobby or part-time people think it's brilliant you was outside in the sun but mm. what happened with yourself which alerted you to the potential dangers of it yeah i think probably what's a good place to start having you know i did a little bit of of, of my research prior to, to this conversation happening just start with a, a sort of a working definition of a burnout so an exposure to a series of of different stresses over a long period of time um, and chronic stresses, so stresses that, that happen over over a period. So, so from my experience, probably first started a little bit while I was at university, starting a, starting a degree, full-time degree, and a junior head coach role at Didsbury, which I've taken a little step back from now, but still involved, playing for Northern, and I was coaching casually for, for, for Lancashire at the time. Um, and I absolutely love coaching. I still do, and I, I love the idea of, of having a, a small part to play in in a lot of young people. Hopefully, enjoying cricket and going on to play for the rest of their lives at, at every level. Um, but sort of some of the things that that started to happen to me, just balancing those different plates, and all of a sudden the phone started going off when it when it wasn't meant to. You know, it's. It's, it might start, and, and a lot of it is very is very innocent. Somebody's injured for the match tomorrow or for training tomorrow, and you're getting that text at ten o'clock at night when you should be wrapped up at home watching your film with your with your missus. You know, it's <laughs> they're, they're the kind of they're the kind of things that, that you're meant to be doing. You know, um, and that that sort of where it where it sort of kicked it off, or you, you finish a, a training session at an allocated time, and all of a sudden there's. There's three or four parents in the queue waiting to ask you something. And a lot of these conversations are, are very constructive, um, and and some of them, and, and you know, some of them aren't. Some of them, it's it's a little bit of well, why haven't I been selected, or am I in this certain training session? And, and you're sort of dealing with the slightly more difficult conversations and a, a little bit of conflict as well, which which can which can happen. I think we have to acknowledge that that's in our that's in our role. But I think just a mixture of those things, sort of managing some some difficult periods and and, and some periods of, of conflict, which she, uh, I like to think are fairly rare. I'm, I'm lucky to to sort of say that, um, but they have happened. And you, your phone going off, and you're potentially doing work at unsociable hours. Um, and I think the jobs now, the job now of coaching is is becoming more and more widespread. You do have all sorts of responsibilities around safeguarding, first aid, um, you know, the, the EDI, which is becoming an ever-growing um, um, subject. And the, the jobs that, you, that you, you potentially carry out are becoming more widespread. 
and the, and the way that the game's changing as well, the ever-moving nature of trying to understand people and trying to understand the game as the game sort of moved on with the presence of white ball. Um, you know, you've got these you've got these challenges that are, that are ever-increasing as, as the world sort of moves on and evolves. So you have got to move with the time, so to speak. Mm. Um so I just I just think it's probably a mixture of those things. It's sort of the, the slightly unsociable hours at times. Um, if you're dealing with that difficult conversation or, or conflict, um, different jobs and being widespread. So I know some of the people in this conversation will be full-time coaches like me. Other people might be working a full-time job and then and then coaching in an evening, whether paid or or voluntary. Um, you know, it, it's handling those different plates and taking one hat off and putting the other on it's just probably a mixture of those things and, and potentially not being able to manage my time that's they, they were the sort of things where where burnout became a thing to me I think yeah and did you as it was happening recognize it as being burnout or was it something that you were only able to see after it had occurred uh, probably after being a, a sort of a young lad, I, you know, it's and me probably being a bit overly self-critical or you just need to toughen up and power through and, and answer that phone at 10 o'clock at night or, you know, just go in head first with that difficult conversation without any planning or preparation to, to, to go into it. And I've sort of probably made some of those mistakes on the way. Um, and that, and that, yeah. And then you, you do look in retrospect um, and, and go, yeah, I was feeling a little bit of burnout. I was experiencing some of those stresses and, and having those feelings of sort of exhaustion and of worry and anxiety about, about some of the things that can, that can go wrong. And I, I'll keep you to it. I love coaching. Amazing job. Majority of the time, I absolutely love what I'm doing. But... You do have these little periods, particularly in sort of like differing roles that I have, where where I have experienced some of these feelings. Mm. Did that love of coaching perhaps get in the way of understanding that you were experiencing burnout or fatigue of it because you wanted to keep pushing and going on because you know you love it, but then perhaps going that bit too far because you didn't press pause or didn't work out the strategies which you now have to be able to deal with it yeah spot on so it, it, exactly that is oh, I'm, oh, almost lying to yourself that you love doing that specific bit that you that you did whereas actually because you've not switched off since last Tuesday you've not stopped and you've, you're doing all these different bits well actually it probably wasn't your best work probably you didn't wait as long before you intervened or you, you didn't design that practice as well as you as you as you could have done because you're not fully focused and then you don't feel the sense of accomplishment that you get from coaching if you've if you've made a difference and then yeah you get you do get those little stresses and burnouts so I, I think you I think you spot on to be honest yeah there's that look and it's it's making sure it's certainly in my case it's making sure that coaching isn't the only part of my identity it's making sure that you know I'm I'm with my family or I'm playing or there's a, a social life going on or you know it's making sure that there's that you have those areas in a in a balance so then as much as I love coaching it is in balance with everything else and then when I arrive at the session I'm I'm, I'm ready to go when I'm hopefully delivering my best work. Mm. Now understanding from after the the event, I, I guess, 
is one thing. But what challenges then came up as a result of experiencing it, but still having the responsibilities to have to uh, to, to dig in for one of a better? You say you, say, you yeah. say after the event. Actually, for me, it's an it's an ongoing thing because I'm still, you know, exposed to these potential stresses as, as any coaches, any coaches exposed to a parent who's not happy with their kid's game time or you know, the phone going off to say somebody's injured for tomorrow and you're trying to find an extra player or um, or there's a, another coach who's not sure how this session is going to work and not quite potentially prepared it how you wanted it to and that presents a safety issue and then you've got to go and have another you know these are just the names of examples they're, they're, they're different things that, that can just set things off again so you say after the event I actually think it's an ongoing thing for coaches to 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 make sure you, you're managing delivering your best work and, you, and you're in you're in balance with the other areas of your life um so the I've mentioned I've, I've mentioned the emotional effects in terms of challenge in terms of challenges of burnout you do feel or I've felt some stress and some anxiety and some burnout and I denied it at first and that makes it worse because then you keep exposing yourself to those situations. So you've got to acknowledge that that this is happening and it took me a while to do that. And I think the key with it as well is when it happens, you're not delivering your best work as a coach. That's that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I love coaching. I love trying to go down and make a difference. And people at your club and wherever you're working will want you down there, obviously, and, and doing all the work that you, that you put in. But... If you're if you are burnt out, you're not delivering your best work. That's that's a real key that I that I would like people to to take away from this conversation is if you if you are burnt out, if you are exposed too much to these stressors, you won't be doing well as a coach, and you won't feel you won't you won't get the things that you want to get out of coaching. Um, yeah, and I think the the only other challenge I thought of was it's quite difficult to confide in people. So, for example, if a particular parent has annoyed you or a pet player has annoyed you, obviously confidentiality is a big thing. So you just can't go to your to your to your mate in the in the club bar afterwards or in the wherever and just go, oh, that person upset me today, because that's not, you know, you might be picking or not picking that 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 child in the next game, you know. So it's not it's it's difficult to confide in in, in people from that and, and really, you know, I mean, we all want to talk as coaches, but um, that, that confidentiality thing was a, is a, is a, is a challenge as well. But they're, yeah, they're the, they're the things. I think the, the key thing for me is if you, is if you are burnt out, if you are consistently exposing yourself to those stresses as a coach, you won't be delivering your best work as a coach. And you need to, you need to, you need to acknowledge actually yeah I'm just I'm I'm not quite I'm not quite feeling right something's just gone a little bit over the top um that would be that would be my view absolutely and I think this applies really across the board from people who are in similar positions to you going across multiple locations different squads etc but also for those people who are turning up having done a different job during the day and are taking say, a youth side at their club and are doing that, perhaps having had stresses that have been outside of the game and then feeling burnt out from just adding that little bit on top of whatever else is there. And it could be the thing which tips over. So 
we all like you say of course we all want to do our best but that can be inhibited by trying to push through without acknowledging those things which have been shown to be the stresses so i think the most probably the most important thing here is our final little bit on the solutions or the strategies that you found that have been useful i guess most people would be thinking if they can recognize those signs in themselves or someone around them, we then want to move on to thinking, well, what works? Uh, and of course, it's your perspective, but I'm sure there'll be things which I know you've mentioned to me before, which are very transferable, which could be of great help to anyone in a similar situation. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing is to acknowledge what those potential stresses are for you. So for me, as I mentioned, it's, it's the phone going off at 10 o'clock at night when it really shouldn't be doing. Um, and it's the potential, it's it's having that difficult conversation or, or managing managing conflict. They're probably they're sort of the main challenges for me. Um so I think having the, your identity and having family, social, education, all the, you know, those different things that are going on in your life and, and having them in balance are really important. That's something I, I, I've learned. So, and then sort of identifying and carrying out mental routines. So I think you spoke before, Mark, I, I've tried doing a little bit of yoga in mornings. I've realised that I work a lot of evenings and I might be working till nine o'clock at night. So actually in the morning, I'm going to chill out and do a bit of yoga. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go and I'm going to go and see my dad. I'm going to go and walk the dog. And those, those things, actually, it means when I go to coach, I'm now completely present and focused and I can handle those pinch points much, much better, um, which is good. Um, another one is, do you have to reply straight away? Obviously, world of social media, WhatsApp, emails, pinging around about selections and venues and all sorts of things. Do you have to reply straight away? Now, for me, there are little things that I will reply to straight away. If it's quite an easy answer about a venue change or um, what time's training tonight, I'll reply to that straight away, knowing that, right, clarity, that person's that person knows where they need to be. But if it's a slightly more complex issue, well, actually, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rush in, I'm not gonna bring that person up. Actually, I'm just gonna prepare. To have that slightly trickier conversation. That's what works for me, and that's work for the different people, sort of managing your communication. So, so far, sorry, acknowledge potential stressors, carry out some mental routines that help you stay present, um, manage your own communications, um, and, and finally, sort of managing your coaching, whether it be volunteer or paid or occupational position, just manage that in the balance with your other areas of life and don't let don't let just coaching take over because that's what I did and that's what certainly caused me to have some some real pinch points and I'm really having to take myself away from from certain situations. So there we go. I'm sorry, I'm going a little being a little bit deep here, but <laughs> it's something I feel quite passionately about. So um, no no that's uh really thought provoking to think about some of the things that can be overlooked, like you mentioned there, you might be working till quite late one night and then the temptation can be when you get up the next day to be getting on with something straight away to prepare and so on. But we only have so much space in our heads or energy that we have to do that. So really consciously getting that time to switch off 
is things that we probably all know we should do but getting that reminder to do that is is really critical but the last thing i want to just throw in i think in terms of this whole area what's the experience how sorry has the experience of burnout and sort of being overburdened with things how do you feel that's helped you in terms of dealing with players who might be experiencing something similar themselves? Are you able to maybe spot things in the players that you can use your experience of of what you've been through to assist them? Look, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And I think, obviously, the people I, I can mostly go to the and they have other areas of life too, so they might have had the bad day at school. Or they might have had, you know, a, a, a challenge at home, etc. And they will be, I understand, them, a safeguard and hold them to that. Um, but yeah, you do, you, you start to pick these things up, or somebody might be overtraining and making too many mistakes and getting it wrong, and then getting, you know, the back, then be managing a parent because the parent's coming in and, and giving them a race to control different mistakes they've made. And actually, that person's pretty. <laughs> About about what's what's just gone on in that experience as well, and the, the challenges of managing those feelings. So it's kind of you don't just ask a ask a kid how you get better at playing that with your top hand through the offside for a cover drive. You're trying to well, this school all right, you know, are you okay? Is everything all right at home? How's your mum and dad? How's our family? You know, there's those and. You're trying to make sure you don't take those for granted. You know, if you need to ask them twice, ask them twice. Are you sure? Are you sure everything's okay? Um, and just from that lifestyle point of view, make sure that everything's healthy. That's just as important as, well, it's more important than how well we can hit a cover drive into the floor or if they can have this sweep shot into the game because they need to get better at playing instead. Well, I can name as many cricket examples as you want. But, you know, if you don't, it's the same for a player. If you don't have your cricket and your playing in the, the balance of the other areas of your of your life, then you're not you're not going to play your cricket very well. You know what I mean? So, um, so I'd say that was certainly the main learning for me, and still very much ongoing. Uh, great stuff. Yeah. Okay. I think for this, we the, the idea and the topic of burnout has been perhaps the most important to start these conversations with because. Like you've said, Lakes, all the way through there, the idea that we can't get our best work done if we are experiencing that might just be the thing that makes people sit up and think, yeah, maybe I should take care of that. If it's only for performance, that might be what what gets the hook for someone. So as we move on to the other topics that are going to come in future weeks, I think there'll always be an opportunity to link back to them. So for now, I'll say Thanks very much for your time. And for those who've caught up with this, always keen to hear of other ideas and topics that you would like to take on board as well.